Hello and welcome to the Equestrian Mums Club podcast. We're your hosts, Katie Allen Park and Sophie Conway, avid equestrians and recent first-time mums. Join us and a herd of other guests as we discuss the wild ride of parenthood and horse care together. Now it's time to take up the reins and walk on into our next episode. Evening, uh, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Mums Club podcast. Today you have the lovely Sophie Conway and myself, Katie Ellen Park, um, and we're doing a February catch-up. So we found after releasing sort of a one-off bonus episode of this kind in January, you, our listeners, were a bit keen. You were, you're a bit keen. So we had lots of engagement, lots of questions afterwards. So we thought, do you know what? Let's give one in February a go. Um, you can get to know us a little bit more. We can perhaps dine out on some free therapy. Ha ha. Um, and we can also maybe update you on some Equestrian Mums Club progression um, as we go through each month because there's never a dull day here. Never a dull day. Um, so, Sophie Conway, do you want to tell us what's happened for what's happened for you in the month of February? Hi everyone. Um, I hate being moany, but I am going to have a little moan about this February <laughs> because I'm freezing. And we um, we went to Centre Parks on the weekend, which was fabulous. But if for a word of warning for anybody that does want to go, you do have to basically sell your soul to go because it's very very expensive. Although worth every penny for children, Olive absolutely loved it. But Alex, my partner, decided to turn all the radiators off in the house before we left. So the house is genuinely like a fridge. Um, just getting a bit sick of winter by this point, I think. Um, like I said, I don't want to keep moaning, but Olive is also in the stage now where she's just kicking off quite a lot. Um, so she... Today, the things that she cried about were um, that I wouldn't let her put a plastic bag over her head. Um, so, yeah, completely out of order of me. And um, she tried to, she, she wanted to play with the flash bottle, the cleaning product. Um, so, yeah, again, really evil parenting. Um, really sorry, Olive. And it was like the worst thing in the world. So, yeah, she's been a little bit um, on edge as well. Yeah, just really annoying stuff. Anyway, enough of my moaning. Um, I did want to do. I did want to actually say some positive things, though, so that I'm not moaning the entire time. Oscar's on the mend. Oscar's on the mend. I was going to ask you, how's he doing? How's how's our little chap? So he's been scanned again, which is really good, and it is healing, which is really really good news. He's still got another two months box rest, which is not such good news, but. I mean, I've been hanging swedes and carrots around his stable. He's got a ball. He's got licks. He's got toys. I go and pick him grass every single day. <laughs> um, and so he's okay. He's. I just feel really sorry for him, and it, which is really, really good news. He's still got another two months box rest, which is not such good news. But, I mean, I've been hanging swedes and carrots around his stable. He's got a ball. He's got licks, he's got toys. I go and pick him grass every single day. 
Um, and so he's okay. He's. I just feel really sorry for him. And every time I take his rug off, I'm like, oh, all that top line that I worked for, oh, it's gone. Um, but on a more positive note, because I'm trying to be positive here, um, I kind of can start from scratch, and hopefully some of his niggles will go, and anything that he, you know, any like little aches and pains that he might have had from before. He should feel a lot better, so and I can build him back up slowly. And so, and we've got the summer to do it, so it's not. And you've got your horse; he's healing. That's good news. That is good news. Exactly. So, can we talk about your life for a second, and what's been happening in February for you? I don't know whether I should because I feel a bit. Again, listeners might get depressed. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the main thing listeners to take away from this is that you're a bit down in the dumps and you're feeling a bit rubbish and you know life has just been a bit difficult recently you're not alone <laughs> you're not you're not alone not even a little bit you're not alone. um so at the start of February we just didn't start the month off particularly well because Rafe and I had norovirus for six days, um, which was eye-opening, friends. Um, I don't think I have ever felt that bad in my life, compounded by the fact that this small person could keep nothing in his body from any exit, which was just oh. awful. Did you, did you shit yourself? Yeah. And that did is you? not... That, that's not a regular occurrence for me, friends, at all. It's, it's never me with the bowel issues here. Um, <laughs> I said I said to Simon, my husband, I said, you know, I've, I'm having one of these moments where I can't decide which way things are going to come out, and it's water. That That's bad news. That's bad times. So, that, yeah, yeah that's, you didn't look great. Well, it wasn't my finest moment, but the silver lining is I think I probably lost a few pounds um, <laughs> over that ordeal. <laughs> if anyone wants to lose a few pounds, just go out, go and hang around in a hospital <laughs> or at some nursery. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think we caught it from my husband carrying it because he'd been to Dubai um, with work over that weekend and then suddenly Rafe and I who had been fine before that then got this lovely little bug of course Simon never gets anything because he's made of cast iron which is really just very annoying so weird as well because men usually come down with anything at the drop of a hat (laughs) no um Simon I'm sorry if you're listening to this hun but it's always hangover induced for you um and you know it is you know it is um (laughs) That's what life used to be like for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the start of the month wasn't great, which meant I was kind of off games for a few days. Um, I think we actually had a few EMC chats with people where I was still looking a bit green. So sorry, um, anyone that was on the phone to us and thought I was a bit um, strange looking. (laughs) Um, And then... And then what else happened? I took my lovely horse um, to Lambourne um, Valley Equine Hospital, had a workup for him for intermittent lameness. Um, that wasn't particularly conclusive, 
But a very long story short, my horse is retired. <laughs> my horse is retired at not even six years old, um, which is absolutely gutting. It is. It's rubbish. Um, but can you tell everyone why? Like what, what it actually is? Yeah, so anybody that is just tuning in and hasn't heard about Leo before, Leo is an Irish draft cross warm blood. He is a big boy. Um, he's 16-2 and about 16-2 wide. Um, and I just bought him to be a, kind of like a riding club horse, basically. Um, he's He's had... Uh, he's always been a bit unbalanced, but we kind of thought that that was you know being green in the school and whatnot um but anyway after long investigations of him just being off games for a bit he he has irreparable damage to his proximal suspensory ligaments in both front legs so and that but that is um a disease isn't it of the suspensories um well it's changes of the suspensory ligaments we don't know whether it is hereditary we don't know whether it is due to him you know maybe being overworked and then continuing to work through it but <laughs> suffice to say that when we were looking on the ultrasound scans because we did so many scans for this horse like x-rays in places you wouldn't believe you'd x-ray on every limb possible and neck and all that sort of jazz and feet and whatever um and the basically the damage on both um ligaments is at the very top near the insertion um of the bone and where the fibers should be smooth they're rough and you would expect that if it was on one limb, he would have a chance of rehab and looking better about life with some rest and some proper, you know, easy work. But because it's on both forelimbs and he's a very heavy horse, he's not going to have a ridden career anymore because of where the damage is. It's unlikely that we can rehab that. Oh, it's, it is really 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 gutting because you had so many fun plans with him um and i feel really horrible for both of you to be honest i was gonna say you know at the start of the year i had i'd put a post up on social for our followers saying i would like to try new things with my horse this year <laughs> give me some ideas well listeners nobody nobody suggested that, that those new things were going to be Heading to Equine Hospital together. <laughs> a traumatic lorry trip um, and returning home and retiring. That that wasn't on the plan. Wasn't really in the plan, was it? Um, no, no. But, so that is quite doom and gloom. Um, and we are going to continue, you're basically just for listeners you're going to continue to just look after him at the moment and decide what to do with his about his future aren't you yes. so yeah so at the moment i'm really fortunate in that he is able to come home and live with me so anyone that's been following us on socials for the last uh 
week, 10 days, might have noticed that a furry orange friend has a different background. Um, so he's at home with me now, which is lovely because I can see his face outside the window. And he's got a lovely little pal called Denny, who is a Shetland pony. Um, who... Can you talk a bit? Can you just tell everyone a little bit about Denny? Please? <laughs> <laughs> so Denny um, has come through a connection of Sophie's from the place where all equine horse dreams are realised, which is Lambourne. <laughs> um, and Denny is about... <laughs> three hands high <laughs> he is he he is in desperate need of a bath right now <laughs> because he texted me and said that he smells like a sewer but apart from that he's nice <laughs> he, he's he is a shetland so you expect some strange quirks along with that but he's very sweet and he actually, is he he's very sweet and he's he's really settling in to having a stable at night you know he's really enjoying it so when um he first came here he'd been living out 24 7 and boy did his waistline show it <laughs> he looks like he actually looked like he'd been living out for about 24 years <laughs> not 24 7 uh, yeah and the pony is actually only six friends so he's he's he could be in better condition but but we're working on it and he's he's decided that when it's um when it's when it's time for tea he, I will open the gate and I will shout Leo Denny <laughs> and Denny guns it in <laughs> and I don't even bother putting head collars on the boys because they are really really good um I just leave their stable doors open and he shoots in and he has a little handful of chaff <laughs> And oh, it sounds like he's really landed on his feet, bless him. Oh, and we re we really like him. He's real sweet, and he he's no trouble whatsoever. He's he's a really good boy. What does what does Simon think of him? Simon, my husband, who is completely non horsey listeners, he tolerates him more than he would the others. <laughs> really, well, that's good. He's uh, kind of a dog, isn't he, Denny, in a horse disguise? Uh, no word of a lie. He is the same size as Magnus. Our dog. <laughs> um, so yeah. And have you have you thought about how you're going to get him ridden? Uh, Denny. Yeah. Uh, no, no. And do you know what? <laughs> Denny is broken to ride. However. No, that's what she told me as well. However, <laughs> however, um, I don't think I'll be trialing it with my child. Um, I think I might just leave him as a companion. <laughs> um, he's he's quite quick off the mark, his old dens, when he wants to go somewhere. So I'm not sure <laughs> I want to use my child as a crash test dummy. <laughs> okay, I'll use Olive. <laughs> but he's he's very sweet, and for you know, from not knowing me from Adam, he's really gotten into our little routine quite well and he's just happy to be invited. So it's great. So is 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 there any, is it like, have you now got this pony till it dies? <laughs> like, is that, because um, it does kind of sound like he will would, would not leave without the biggest fuss on the planet. You'd have to drag him out of there kicking and screaming, I think. 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, we've we've not got a huge amount of grazing. So I think if he was offered any more grass than he's currently got, he'd be thrilled to just go there instead. <laughs> I don't think so. I also think he'd probably just keel over and die if he was offered any more grass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is the thing. Because we've got very limited grazing here, um, and I end up having to put hay out for anything that's here anyway, even when you strip graze in the middle of summer, it's just, it means that anything that is mildly prone to laminitis lives a happy life here. <laughs> so it's the, it is the perfect place for Denny, I've got to say. And I'm absolutely delighted that he's with you. And I, I actually don't think that any of us are getting enough Denny updates, to be honest. No, we do need a few more. I, I will endeavour to post them for our for our listeners, for our followers. Thank you very much, Katie. We want Denny. We want to see more Denny. And we also want to see him clean. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I need to work harder on that one. But the problem is, with the mud, he just sinks into it and becomes even browner. Yeah. So, yeah. So, have you got an update on your lovely son? On my lovely son? Um, my son has been less than lovely over the last week or so um, because he's teething again so for anyone that is not close to Rafe and I um, he's nearly seven months um, he's starting really weirdly to do this thing now where he eats with his own hands um, which is a bit strange and has started to you know like sit up by himself and he's quite happy to stand if you hold his hands which is a bit weird so yeah he's he's doing all right he's living his best life basically he's he's at that stage where he's turning into like a proper human in front of your eyes yeah it's really weird he's he's very much less potatoey, which is quite scary Aww. it's quite scary although he is quite spherical still so nobody judge me <laughs> he is very very cute he's gorgeous um so what um happening in our lives in regards to emc well katie. listeners because can i just say here as well katie doesn't let me on the social side of stuff really do anything because <laughs> i tend to do wrong things and ruin everything <laughs> so i have to get regular updates from katie on what's actually happening <laughs> Yeah, and just to confirm, that is actually true. I'm not a complete control freak, but when somebody keeps updating the profile picture to uh, images of their own daughter, that becomes a bit strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> By accident, I just say. Yeah, yeah. By accident. Keep pulling the other one. Um, so, <laughs> listeners, it's it's been a rough February on a personal front, but it's actually not all that bad on an emc front which is really really great and keeps us all buoyed um our community both online and offline has continued to grow which is amazing and thank you everybody that is you know willing to have a chat with us whether that be for a podcast or to mull ideas over or even just to show some support thank you so much um that's been great we have we have met and talked to some amazing people, haven't we, Soph? Like some really incredible people. I'm I am all constantly inspired by other women. Like I just I do find it amazing 
can we um can we just going off subject slightly can we just talk about the um post we put out um which was a clip from our podcast with jenny that's gone viral oh yes that's that's a bit strange seeing yourself go viral <laughs> it had well kind of viral i guess kind of viral for like the equestrian world but pretty like very very commented on i don't know if you've seen it but it's um it's a clip from our podcast with Jenny Rudel and we were talking, Jenny was talking about, um, she's obviously moved to Canada and she's been presenting at some shows over there and she was just talking about how she couldn't believe that in America they, you know, they they basically set up camp with banners and they move into these shows for like days or weeks on end um, and they have like an extra stable for relaxing and they have braiders, et cetera, et cetera. And so Katie and I were like, what? This is amazing. Bearing in mind that I like, <clears throat> yeah, bearing in mind that I, that I barely run a brush over my horse to take him to a show and <laughs> definitely don't polish my boots or, you know, do anything that is, and unless it's entirely necessary, <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> so we were just looking at it, but I, it's very strange to, look at that post, like that clip and think about how many people have actually seen that yes and it only continues to grow which is equally more baffling so for us obviously we recorded that content like last year now um and we that was one of our first podcasts that we've done um and it was the first podcast where we'd got a guest on that was what i would say is like high profile so people that someone else might know and we're not presenters um we're not people that have have done that as a career and obviously Jenny has and we were quite nervous I think to interview her so to then have then the like we we were just exploring the topic I guess as friends then to have that sort of piece of content just go wild (laughs) and people in the US were they have been showing us some amazing pictures some amazing pictures giving us some so cool stories and we have just we've we've entered the new world of the hunters it's wild absolutely wild it is it, it is it does sound wild and um but for any americans out there listening i just want to say that we we weren't in any way trying to be we, it wasn't an offensive chat in any way shape or form we just um we just couldn't believe that you guys do that over there I think we were um, shook it we were shook it and I think I'm going to try and make a bit more effort actually if I ever get out to a competition again <laughs> and I actually also because I don't know if you know Katie but one of my favorite things in the world is camping so yeah. the thought of like camping around a stable and like having a little outside drink and whatever else I mean I'm there for it I think you know and and Having my own braider. Yeah. Or like platter. I do actually. He lives here. He's really good at platter. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. You're employed again. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. But I don't pay him. <laughs> he needs to get a different career. Um <laughs> I no, I think that was that was just coming back to that um chat with Jen, I think <laughs> from having these amazing chats with people we are just learning so much 
we are learning so much. We are being exposed to new ideas, new um, theories, new cultures. And I'm just really, really enjoying it. And I think everybody that we speak to gives us a new perspective on something or they share their dreams with us or they share their fears with us or they give some absolutely top-notch stellar advice and I just love I'm just really enjoying this so I hope hope our listeners are too (laughs) um but it kind of feels like they are well at least some of our listeners are enjoying it so because um yeah we've got some great feedback from people listening to what they like so far and we exceeded our best ever listens from January by an additional 25% in February. So people keep listening. And even... I mean, they're going to stop listening listening if you keep telling them statistics. (laughs) Okay, just one more number. Just one more number, though, because I I was shookest to my Corith on this. Okay, fine. We have now got listeners in 27 countries which is that's amazing amazing but also hella weird because i think when we started this we thought it would just be our uk folks you know just listening listening to our llama dramas you know but that is amazing you know it isn't shout out tanzania shout out turkey (laughs) shout out slovakia finland and singapore and a few more like that is wild. Wow. Absolutely wild. Well, I guess that actually, um, kind of having a horse and having a baby isn't really exclusive to UK. <laughs> no, but you know, I think I think maybe <laughs> when we started this, we thought it might be our mums, partners, and a few more people just tagging along for the ride. But actually, it's 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 gone. I've got gone bigger. Global. We've gone global. Bit strange, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I've got I've, I've, we've, I've got a lot less sympathy for some of the countries that you mentioned and the people listening there because they are not this cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, we they don't quite understand. <laughs> but then they're probably dealing with the flies, aren't they? So yeah, we've got a lot of listeners from the UAE, so I think they probably um, have a different style of horsing than we are at the minute. Um... Probably. <laughs> However, horses and babies also tend to be kind of universal, don't they? They don't really change that much no. between countries. So it's, but I just want to just stress for our listeners: we're not just going to again sit on our laurels. We're not going to do that. Um, we're not going to sit here and go clap, clap, clap. Well done, we've conquered the world because actually we haven't. Um, but, 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 maybe we should tell you about some things that are coming up. Do you think so? Should we? T- should we tell them? Yeah, we've got um, everything that's coming up is really good, but there's a, there's a few. No, that it is, but there are also a few like real difficult listens which we've never done before. Um, something that we did, we didn't even debate it. Actually, we were like, we do need to, we do need to cover these subjects because real people do go through stuff like this. Um, and so we spoke to a really good friend of mine, Cheryl, um, and that will be on a podcast soon. So, but but it will come with a trigger warning. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we, we've, we continue to seek out stories from people that don't just have perfect lives, people. We continue to seek out stories from people that are living and breathing it every day, no matter what that is. And I think Cheryl's story will really resonate with people. Yeah, it will with a lot of people. Who else have we spoken to then? Well, we've recorded another six episodes in February, ready for release. So unlucky we've, folks. We've spoken to we went we actually went to see somebody who um again an inspiration has been through a lot, is having a baby really soon, can't wait to meet the baby and see how she gets on. Am I allowed to say? Not just yet. Not just yet. Okay, that's a secret. That's a secret. We also talked to somebody that has got three kiddies, also an equestrian mum, but she is giving us tips for health. Um, and I think that will be a really, really interesting listen for people. Um, that was a revelation. Yeah, yeah. We've And also as well, without giving the game away on all of our podcast episodes, you do have a few more of us too, you know, because we thought we'd we'd spearhead some topics for people to chat about um what else have we had we've we've also had some more incredible planning meetings in february um and so do you want to do you want to tell the listeners a little bit more about who we've been chatting to so something that i'm really passionate about is um kind of supporting mums in the workplace and how important that is And when we started the Equestrian Mums Club, something that I really wanted to explore was how grooms and um, basically anybody that works with horses and in the industry and how they're supported through their pregnancy and afterwards. Um, And so we've actually spoken to the British Grooms Association um, and we are hoping to record a podcast with them soon. And hopefully that can provide a little bit of support for women that work not just work in the industry but anybody any working mums which is let's be honest the majority of us nowadays um when you get pregnant what to expect really and what you sh- what you're entitled to as well um, and we're also really hoping that this conversation and this podcast can um kind of highlight to employers the importance and how much working mums can add value to your company because like I said the other day we don't get pregnant and lose all of our experience and our brain the minute we get pregnant and have a baby or have a baby you know it's just like you're still we're still valuable even though we've had a child and I think some people do forget that sometimes yeah so we yeah you're right so we're talking to British Grooms Association and we've also um, been speaking to the Equestrian Employees Association as well as part of that. The other thing we, we, I don't think we can announce who at the moment, but the other um, planning meeting that we've had this month with external people is with a brand, another brand um, that makes products that we absolutely 100% believe will be beneficial for our gorgeous equestrian mummies. Um, 
And we've been trialing some of those products, haven't we, this month? Yep. I've ridden in them. They're very, very comfortable. I've actually washed them, Katie, as well, (laughs) and put them back on, and they feel the same. Great. Well, I know. So That's a little insight. More will be revealed soon, listeners, but rest assured, we are, again, sourcing out things for you that are going to benefit you. So um, we will announce more on that very, very shortly. Um, and we will be doing a podcast with that brand as well. Um, what else? We've booked even more guests for March, April, May, June and beyond. I think we're now planning up until, well, the end of August at this rate, which is wild. Um, but again, amazing that enough people want to chat to us. Um, and, and we've got some absolutely huge content coming in March that we've been prepping for. So all I'm saying is people watch out for Mother's Day. Mother's Day week is going to be wild. That's it. (laughs) I I don't know if anyone, um, I'm really nervous about this whole thing because we are talking to some people that I just idolise and um, yeah it's quite a nerve-wracking thing to be honest. It is it is and I think if people watch any of the visual clips from this because we videoed it because we're mad um, they will see how nervous we are but again I was I was sweating I was sweating through my pants <laughs> and my top and my my head was sweating my head got sweaty yeah it 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 was wild people but again searching out the goods we're going to give it to you and we we're just going to be our casual uh, sweaty selves um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway february february has been great it has been such a like jump off pad. That's not even a phrase, is it? But it's been such a springboard, no. such a springboard for March and beyond. There's so much more to come. Like sometimes we just want to have a little squeak, you know, a little eek and wave our little tiny flags. But anyway, enough, enough celebration because there is one thing that we need to do before we end this podcast, Sophie. And that is ask our listeners for some help. We need to ask you all for some help. So if you are a listener of this episode, please, 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 with a cherry on the top, can you tell us what you think about the podcast so far and this particular episode and this sort of format? Send us a little message or even a little voice note via the socials or an email if you're feeling fancy with a keyboard or if you're listening on Spotify you can comment in the episode's comments box um because we really want to hear from you and yeah that that's that's our plea for help so if is there anything else that we want to plead our listeners for www.equestriummumsclub.co.uk is where all our contact details are. And if you do want to get in touch, which we would really love to, um, you can find us on there and let us know as well 
if there is anything that you want to hear about, if there's anybody that you'd particularly like us to speak to, um, a mum, a dad, a horse mum, a horse dad, uh, a child of a horsey mum, you know, it it can literally be anything. If there's anything that you think might help, please give us a shout. We absolutely exist to give this little community here the voice that we think it deserves that's why we're doing it so the more the merrier um and hopefully these stories from not just us from everybody else here can continue to make us all chuckle cry a little bit um and we can all empathize on this sort of wild journey that we're all on um so yes those are our pleas for february um we really look forward to hearing from you so that's it for another episode folks thank you and good night hat off <laughs> bye. bye 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 thanks for listening to another episode from the equestrian mums club it's been great to have you along for the ride we've been your hosts katie allen clark and sophie conway make sure to hit the follow button to hear more from us as we dig deeper into the world of ponies and parenthood. And until next time, stay smiling, safe and stay sane.